What's up guys, Cheese here. Uh, just a quick note before the episode, um, we were unable to get our interview scheduled with Sarv, uh, the Super Bowl champion. Um, unfortunately, it just didn't work out, so you're gonna hear some mention of that future interview. Um, we're gonna probably push it back to the next episode, hopefully, so um, with that being said, please enjoy this episode of Cheese and Chatter. What's going on, fellas? Welcome back to another episode of Cheese and Chowder, the RML podcast. With you, as always, your hosts, Cheese and Chowder and Bradley. We are in season two now and feeling good about it. Not me personally, but in general. I mean, you're feeling good about it. Oh, I'm feeling good about my season. I don't know about you. Oh, the, how the tables have turned. It is now Chowder off to a good early season start and is now Cheese. Who is starting at a dreadful 0 and 4? I don't know. Yeah. What do you have to say for yourself, Mr. Well, I, have, I mean, I'm not gonna make excuses. It's it's been a rough start for the the dog pound. The uh, the Browns have certainly not performed as expected. But I will say, I knew it was gonna be tough going into the season because first three opponents were three of the best we have in this league. So uh, it was. Sarv, Danny, and Mickey, who all made pretty strong playoff runs in season one. Um, so, and really only one of them was competitive, and that was against Sarv, who I generally most of the time play competitive against. So, I was, that was week one. So, last two, se- second two weeks were not even close, really. I got kind of destroyed, but defense has been pretty, pretty, pretty abysmal, and that's been the key. But we're going to turn it around. Got no, no, no question about that. <laughs> We'll, we'll get back in the hunt. Seven teams, you know, fighting for playoff spots. So hopefully it's, the Browns will be there in the end. It's the running on both sides of the ball for you, apparently. You're uh, 32nd yeah, in the league rushing on offense at 57 yards a game, and you're 32nd in the league in rushing yards against on defense, 279 yards a game. So Yeah, anyone that's played me pretty much should know this by now. I Yeah, I struggle against run on defense, and I can't really run the ball that well on offense, except for sometimes I'll get a big play, and that's – Generally, how I get my yards running. If I ever go over 100, it's because I had a 60-yard run. But, yeah, I'm a pass-first offense for sure with uh, my boy Gary Meeks. But enough about me and and you. And uh, let's get into some RML uh, talk here. So first, let's kind of just recap because it's, you know, we the last time we t- were, had an episode, we uh, talked about, or we were before right before the playoffs. So. Recap in the playoffs. We're not going to go game by game like we always do. We're just kind of, you know, congratulations. Cincinnati Bengals, Sarv is the champion season one. Uh, hell of a run. A lot of great games played in the playoffs. And, of course, that ultimate showdown between Sarv and BLD, two of the greatest in the game. And we called it. Both of us called it. Um, and I'm not sure. I think I picked Sarv and you picked BLD, or maybe it was vice versa. I don't remember. Well, let's go. I'll, I'll pull up the doc while you keep talking. Well, regardless, one, 
one of us was right and one of us was wrong, but we did pick the Super Bowl matchup. And it was pretty obvious uh, to us, at least, who was going to make it. But there was some uh, competition there. I, I, I know that um, BLD had to face Mickey, who, who did beat Weasel. So, you know, that was a big upset. Um, you know, he didn't let Weasel beat him three, t- three times in a season. And Weasel was the number one seed at 15-1. and one, So that was a tough loss. Um, basically one and done, which uh, that's a stinger. Especially, you know, for a guy like Weasel. But, uh, yeah, BLD uh, versus Mickey, he beat him pretty pretty handily. I know it was, I think it was a two-touchdown, maybe two-score, maybe maybe even closer than that. But um, pretty pretty handily beat him to get to the uh, Super Bowl. And then Sarv, I think Sarv played Tillman. And, uh, see, we, obviously we haven't done a lot of prep for this. But, uh, <laughs> but regardless, they both made the Super Bowl. And Sarv won twenty-one to fourteen. That that was an interesting game, though. Uh, I know we, we kind of talked, and I don't know if anyone you know was really listening, but we did a little um, commentary for the game. We're gonna try to do that more often, and obviously make it a little bit better, more prepared next time. But uh, yeah, there's big decisions by BLD on like fourth downs. That that one costly one, that huge fourth down on his own side of the field. I think it was on his own like thirty-seven. Where he didn't even give it to Matt Breida, he gave it to um, like his Todd fullback, or he gave it to Todd Gurley, yeah. And there's another one I think he gave it to the fullback, and and I know that Saro also had a similar situation where he he didn't give it to one of his players on fourth down. So kind of a back and forth. We were talking about it how it was like a chess match basically, where it's just a you know they they know each other so well that they're trying to be unpredictable, but to the point that it goes against their natural abilities so it kind of backfired for BLD um, especially it was definitely an entertaining matchup uh, to watch and to commentate like we did and uh, I think I have a feeling we're going to be seeing that matchup a lot more in the Super Bowl unfortunately for the people that want to be playing in that Super Bowl we're seeing somebody different but I don't really see anybody challenging those two for a while so might be Bengals Saints in the Super Bowl for for a couple of years to come, but I think it's a very even matchup uh, going forward, and we'll see who makes what adjustments and stuff. And they did defend their decisions uh, as far as subbing out runners and stuff, and they say that uh, if anybody has low energy at all, like yellow, then they take them out, and that's fair. You know, they're the ones in the Super Bowl, we're not. So who are we to say? Uh, but, you know, that stuff's just amplify- amplified in a, on a big stage like the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, it's but, not even. I don't know if it's so much as the the not giving the ball to Brita in that situation. I just think going for it in general wasn't. It was a tie game, I believe, fourteen fourteen in the second half. Um, you know, most people were going to probably play field position uh, in that situation, so it it wasn't worth it, I, in my opinion. If it was me, I, I don't. I mean, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. If he if he got it, we'd all be praising him for some reason. I'm sure. Uh, just you know, that's the way it is for football in general but yeah i mean it's a it's an interesting call but i mean it is the super bowl you gotta pull out all the stops and you know you, you're you're in it to win it you know that's the whole the whole point of it so hopefully one day one of us can make make have to make that decision and be in that spot to, well, to know what it's like and it's also weird because uh his mo is defense so it's not trusting your defense there it's like you know you're the best defender like madden's ever seen right, right? and he had held you know sarve to really not a lot of 
you know, yards, and he was playing him pretty well. Sar was playing pretty conservatively. I mean, BLD is one of the best run-stopping users, so he was holding Dupree to, you know, pretty much nothing. And there are a couple of big gains here and there, but he was really bend down break and he didn't let them score and even get in the run zone or anything that often. So yeah, it was a surprising call, but yeah, I mean, if it worked, it could have been huge for him, but swung the other way and it ended up being super costly. And I think ultimately that's probably what led to Sarv being the champion. So congrats again to Sarv and um, yeah, stay, stay tuned later on. We uh, might have a special little guest interview for you guys uh i'm sure you've already seen by now the uh title will probably have that in there as well so uh yeah stay tuned we got the, the super bowl champion on this episode all right well uh let's talk season two now we're in the thick of it um a few weeks in week six right now about to be going on week seven soon or is it week five i think it's week, I think five. It's week five week five going to week six um, so this time I, I think changed up a little bit. We're going to talk kind of just, uh, general who is kind of doing better than we expected and who's maybe doing worse than we expected. I know we've done this a few times, um, but we never really made it a real segment, but yeah, we're, we're just going to talk, um, just kind of, yeah, see who's standing out and who's in good ways or bad. So why don't you give me, uh, your first standout, either good or bad. Uh, let's go over to the NFC East, where we we will find an 0-4 a Washington football team, soon to be on the move to somewhere else, which we'll, we'll keep you updated in it. But 0-4, Han, after talking all that shit last year, uh, finally gets a taste of reality. A loss to a Buccaneers team week one, a Panthers team week two, tough loss to the Eagles week three, and a loss to the Raiders week four left the Washington football team 0-4 going into their week 5 bye with another date with the Eagles coming up after the bye. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Is it time to panic in Washington after going all-in for last year to get that 7 seed? And uh, here they are, 0-4 in a tough spot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was a risky call. and he, he obviously, what we talked about it, it paid off for him. He won like 7 in a row to finish season 1. So, I mean... Props to him for, for doing that. But like we mentioned at the end of you know the last episode, most of those wins were against not super talented or great teams, and some of them you know may have underperformed in those games. The only big win was the one that catapulted it was against Sarve, who you know they, he stopped his undefeated streak, which that was a big deal, and that kind of propelled him to those future wins. Maybe rode that wave of momentum, but. Like we said, it's it. I don't think he played that good of competition, so he might have got his confidence a little bit higher than it should have been. Um, looking at his numbers, like defensive, if you just look at the yards, middle of the pack, not even bad. Really, just pretty average. Actually, even above average in some categories. But he's third last in points allowed. So, I mean, I don't know if he's just allowing. He must. It must be turnovers. That that's got to be. I haven't really looked at his his numbers as far as the stats. I can pull them up right here. But I mean, it's not a super high number. Thirteen interceptions. I mean, it's not great. 
I'm not sure if that's a new quarterback, George Campbell. Is that a rookie? Yeah, it's a rookie. Yeah, so, I mean, starting, you know, your rebuild, or I don't even know if you call it a rebuild, but, you know, moving franchises, um, and also, you know, coming off that high, and, and like you said, talking about smack, and then, you know, starting a rookie and, and kind of struggling early is definitely not a good sign uh, to come for this season. But who knows? I mean, he started off pretty crappy on – uh, last year, maybe he'll make a big trade like he did and and turn around again. But he's definitely going to have to make some adjustments to his his gameplay. Um, and he hasn't really. I mean, has he played anyone that you said he played Irish and Danny. played Mitch? Danny. Danny. Okay, so he's got a couple good teams on there. Uh, he did play Danny somewhat close. It was only a one possession loss, um, but. You know, losing to Irish by two scores, we'll probably talk about him later too. Um, and then getting blown out by both Mitch and Doe, it's, yeah, it's not a great look for him. All right, I got one for you. Um, well, let's just jump over to, to Irish then, since we already kind of mentioned him. Uh, it's a pretty solid start for him, three and two. Um, yeah, I mean, compared to what he was, you know, how he performed last year, I feel like that's definitely a big step up in the right direction. Um, so the Eagles three and two, pretty pretty solid offense as as far as you know yards gained and you know he's top ten in all passing, rushing, uh, and total yards. Sixteenth, middle of the pack in points. Um, defense could definitely use some work. Bottom third of the league there, uh, but but overall, I mean he's he's got some good wins. I mean obviously that win yep. against <laughs> his offense you know, was clicking on all cylinders um, against me. Yeah, big win against the Lions in week, uh, or not Chargers. Lions, Chargers. I almost got you mixed up from last year. Chargers in week five. He did play the Lions in week two, but he lost. But yeah, he uh, he's beat uh, Tendi, Tendi, so both Favo Bros, and Han. So couple good wins. Um, you know, you and Han are are solid. And who knows about Han for sure this year? But you know. It's, Pretty good wins. Um, I think he's still got a lot to prove. Um, it's maybe still a little too early, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. What do you think? Very impressed because I was not expecting him to come out swinging like that yesterday. And he kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Uh, and I was kind of, I'm like, damn, how is he not better? Uh, but, you know, we were talking about this before podcast that some of these lower tier guys just don't put it all together in a singular game every single week. And you'll see, like, you know, glimpses of it here and there. And they'll just make too many mistakes. But he didn't really make many mistakes against me. And he had his deep ball work in a three touchdowns to his wide receiver, Childress. Uh, but, no, yeah, I was pretty impressed to see it with him. I, I don't know if he'll be in a player spot this year, but he is tied for first place right now with Kunk at the top of the NFC East. Yeah, not a bad place to be for sure. I mean, those are going to be some interesting games. That's going to be the real test. I mean, in that division, obviously – you know, Kunk has been the leader, so two games still to play against him. I'm thinking if he could win, maybe win one of those games, he could have a real shot at staying up there or at least in the wild card race. All right, so what do you got? Another one for me. Let's do like one more and then we'll go to power rankings just to right. open it up. Uh, let's see, what do we got? Who do we, Who's interesting here? I besides, think, besides me, we already talked about me. Oh, yes. I, I've got you. 
Uh, I think everybody's doing good. It's pretty much expected to do good, I feel like. Like we talked about. I don't, I don't have anybody here. And Chiz, Chiz is one and three. It's definitely not a great star. We don't have to. We can just kind of. Yeah, I think we just. General we'll, talk about these guys. I yeah, think I we'll mean, just go on the power rankings now. I think uh, we'll cover everybody there. I don't really, nobody else really yeah. stands out besides the usual suspects. And yeah, it's a little too Chiz, early, I think. Chiz and Vic are only at one win right now. So I'd say. Just not officially under the um, under the bar yet, but definitely trending down um, if, if they don't turn around. But, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Let's go ahead and jump into some power rankings. I mean, I'm sure that's what everybody wants to hear the most anyways. So, yeah, let's, let's get right into it, boys. It has been nine months since we did the last RML power rankings, I believe, if I'm correct. So it's been a while. Um, so this is going to be the Madden 21 power ranking. So not taking necessarily, you know, anything in the past into it. This is basically just since the beginning of Madden 21 to this moment. Here are from 32 all the way to one, the power rankings. And here we go. Number 32, the New York football Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, I bet they would probably be number 32 in real life yep, as well. At least it's realistic. Yep, so I mean, Bundy's definitely doing his job as a Jets fan and holding his team accountable to where they should be. Um, yeah, I mean, not much to say there. Just just, just kind of struggling basically all, all year last year. And I mean, I, I think this year. he's a little bit better than like 32 on paper. But obviously, last year was a tough year, one one in fifteen. Uh, but and this year he's won it. He had one win. Uh, just I don't know. Like he's not like I think it just shows the talent in the league. Like I don't think Bundy is like a bad Madden player necessarily, or it's like a bad team either. But like you know, if somebody goes like, "Oh, Bundy is terrible," it's like it's not true. You know, um, right? Like he, you know, he can give you a good game. And like he beat me a few times last year. Um, he's had some very good wins in the past. He almost beat Doe earlier today. Uh, so I think it just shows the depth of the league. And like you know, we could have put any of the next couple teams at 32 and kind of flip flopped everybody. So not shitting on yeah. Bundy here, but I think 32 is fair. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, he's definitely better than than 32 in most cases. But you know, it is mostly a power ranking based on performance and wins and losses so unfortunately I, it just hasn't been enough that we've seen to really take him out of that spot just yet but yeah i don't expect him the next time we have power rankings to be even in the bottom three really in my opinion but who knows we'll see all right at number 31 the atlanta Falcons. yes that is hot Atlanta and mr tenderloin mr owen 16 in season one, unfortunate. You hate to see it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, how about a, a, a you know a pretty solid win? He's got his first of Madden 21 against Roach, a very, very strong, good good opponent. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, a great start at least. I mean, I don't know, you know, how good it's going to propel him this season, but it's good to get a W under the belt and... You know, congrats to beating a really solid opponent pretty handily. 
And he's got some young talent on that team that he drafted, and I think he's starting to put it together. And I don't, I'm not saying, you know, but there's a chance we might see a two-win Falcon team this year. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Oh, man. that I can't. It's unfathomable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like I like that running back, Nick Cooper. Um, that's a good draft pick. And I, I've always said that when Tendy has a good running back, that's when he's as good as he can be. So if he can build him up and, you know, two or three years down the line, you know, that could be a really big X factor for him. Hopefully he doesn't trade him, which I can honestly see happening as well. So, but if he trades him, at least it'll be for probably another good running back because <laughs> you know how Tendi is. He likes some running backs, but um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, one win down, but Still a lot of L's, boy. All right. At number 30, the Houston Texans. The three Endies. It's been a trend. It's a trendy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I called this, you know, three episodes ago. The Endies. I'm not. This just happened to be where they fell. Um, it's not, you know, on purpose. This is just where we have you guys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Andy is at least, you know, he's been, I feel like he's trending upwards this season. Definitely uh, a step up from last year. He had some competitive games last year, too, though. So, you know, he, he got a lot of unlucky breaks. Uh, I, I know he, he'll tell you for sure that the game, you know, hated him. I know he he was monikered himself the most hated Madden or Madden's most hated player. So, uh yeah, I mean, hopefully he can catch a few more, you know, luckier breaks this Madden, and maybe he has a, a little easier schedule now that he's, you know, has that last place schedule would be pretty nice. Speaking of easy schedule, Sasha's so looking at his schedule, and he's two and two, so he has two wins this year, which is a, an improvement. Twice he's as many as last year, already. and um, he doesn't play a team with a winning record. Until week thirteen, which is Tillman at four and zero, and that's his only team with the over five hundred record left on his schedule right now. <laughs> it is still early, obviously. So, but you know, but it is. But if you look at like even just the teams, I mean, some of them are better, you know, better than a record like Chiz, but some of them, you know, aren't great. He got a chance to go three and two uh, against Motherload this week, so we'll see. I don't, I don't want to dive into everybody so deep. And yeah. powering, we got through all thirty-two. But just a shout out to yeah. Andy there. To, and we gotta give some love to all the Andys because they right. need it the most. Definitely, I will just say one thing. This uh, this season feels kind of eerie. I'm not sure if it's from the update or what, but there has been a little more of a feeling that there could be some more upsets this season, and more teams doing better than expected, and some other teams, you know, getting hurt more by things and that, that maybe. The luck of the draw, but I don't know if it's just the gameplay or what. But for for me personally, I, that's how I feel about uh, some of these games and some of these teams, and it might help some that you know are at the bottom of this list. Hopefully, number twenty nine, the Philadelphia Eagles. We just talked about them, Irish Lightning. Um, yeah, I mean, trending in the right direction, three and two. Like we said, hasn't necessarily proven. A ton. I think he probably could be a little bit no, higher on this list. Should since, be higher, honestly. Yeah, probably. I think this is probably. I don't know if I did this before he beat you, so I might have him two or three spots higher. But 
still in in that range. Um, so, so definitely don't get you know too down on that that number. It's just got to be a little more consistent. Far. We got to see more quality wins. Yeah, but like we said, I think he can compete with most of the talent, at least you know the mid mid level people and the the mid middle tier and bottom tier people, which is you know that's like two thirds of the league. So that's a good start. But yeah, just consistency is going to be key for him. And number twenty-eight, we have the Los Angeles Rams, and our old pal Snorts. Um, yeah, I mean, has he's been a little quiet? I feel like most of this Madden so far, as far as you know, big games and you know, big wins. So looking forward to seeing more from him um, as far as you know, stepping it up and and beating some people that most wouldn't expect him to beat. So. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I've just been disappointing, I feel like, the whole year. And just like, I mean, this year has been good, but I don't know. I feel like there's something missing there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like, yeah, if he just needs kind of a little bit of a spark. Um, You know, just, you know, that, that itch to play and, and, you know, be good again, which, you know, we, we've seen – Good spurs from Snorts, and I feel like we could see it again for sure. At number 27, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the new user in the AFC North, Angelo. I'm not sure if we welcomed you yet, but we'll welcome back. Um, I mean, last year he, he started out with bang. He definitely had a lot of, uh, a couple good wins. I know he beat me. Um, the crappy game that I play. I think he beat Chiz in a really high-scoring shootout. But this year, definitely started off way flatter than than that, which I mean, is unfortunate. He is 0-5, but he did lose two games by two points against some quality competition. So I think it might be a little bit of a deceiving 0-5. And he's scored a lot of points every single game, but his defense has let him down. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of cases of that happening, I feel like, this Madden. There's definitely a lot of high shootouts and high-scoring games, and defense seems to be where a lot of the the teams struggle the most. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, he's playing better than his record, so hopefully that turns around and he can actually get some more wins down the road. I'm, I'm sure it's, he'll probably get a couple division wins, hopefully none against me. At number 26, another AFC North foe. The Baltimore Ravens. It's our old pal Steve. And Steve had a decent year last year, actually. So I'm uh, overall, he started off pretty well. Finished not as good, I feel like. Um, I mean, it's the same thing with a lot of these guys. Similar with Irish, it's just consistency. You know, he, he has the talent and he can do it, but he just doesn't do it consistently enough. I mean... But I will say, the greatest kick returner of all time. <laughs> it's not even, there's, I'm just going to say it right now. Steve is RML Hall of Fame kick returner. There's he's, no he's, one else. He's a Devin Hester of RML. Seriously. I've uh, never seen somebody get so It's got to be the camera angle he uses. He uses he the, yeah, he, he figured it out and nobody uses it. Like, <laughs> Maybe I'll try it next game. Uh, I mean, he's got he's got to figure it out somehow. But, but yeah, I mean... Overall, yeah, he's just still, still got a lot to prove, though. All right, let's go ahead and jump to number 25. It's the Arizona Cardinals. 
and it's Brucey badass. Uh, much lower than we expected, probably going in. If you'd have told me Bruce is number twenty-five on this list before Madden twenty-one, I would be shocked. But uh, last year was not good. This year, it's I know he's worse. been away a lot, so a lot of forced losses. We can't really, um, you know, say anything about this year too much. But last year, yeah, I'm not sure what well, it was. I, th- I think he played all games so far this year. He just went on vacation now. Um, hey, yeah, I guess week four is it defense for him. I feel like it's got to be defense, right? It, uh, it's offense according to the rankings. He's thirty second, thirty second, thirtieth, and thirty first in the four offensive categories in daddy leagues. And the defense isn't great either, but yeah, just been a very bad. Weasel mentioned it on plays of the week, but just been an awful, awful tenure in Arizona for Bruce. I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, I mean, from from last year, I mean, offense was his by far his biggest strength. He's thrown I mean, he's thrown four touchdowns and seventeen interceptions. Yikes! Yeah, I mean, that's just that's pretty abysmal. I'm not sure. I mean, if there's anything to really even, you know, say about that, that's, well, yeah. Definitely needs to turn it around if he wants to move up in any list, basically. But, yeah, I mean, that's, ugh, okay. 24th, the Denver Broncos, and it's Charlie and your old AFC West pal there. Not as spicy this season so far as last, but... Yeah, I mean, he's he hasn't really stepped up, Charlie, as as much as he did this. Uh, you know, in Madden 20, I feel like he was more com- a little more competitive, and you know, he had some really strong seasons in that NFC South. But I mean, is it the competition this year? You think that's that's getting him? I think it's definitely harder. Like if you look at his schedule, it's probably, pretty much his only win that came against like the only non-perennial playoff team. Uh, obviously, when you're in the AFC West like that, it's going to be tough. He's got three, four, and one teams in his division right now. Uh, and then he played Sarv and he played Kunk. But he plays uh, Steve and Andy up next. So we'll see if Charlie really is bad this year if he just had a tough schedule so far. But, that, you know, this is the thing. You can't say a tough schedule is an excuse when half the league, more than half the league, is tough. You know, it's just yeah, the talent is so deep. You can't really blame a tough schedule anymore, I feel like. Yeah, yeah I would. I would agree with that. I mean, yeah, sometimes you just lose games, and yeah, sometimes you're just not you don't play good, and sometimes you have bad seasons. I can, I can definitely tell you that myself. Nah, all right, number twenty three, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and another case where uh, Motherload. If you'd have told me Motherload would be in the bottom, you know, bottom ten, I would have been pretty shocked. Especially in that division. Yeah. That's even yeah, that's even more shocking because, I mean, if you yeah, you tell me those guys, those three guys. No offense to those guys, but last season, if you told me Mavolo's in that division, I'm saying he goes six and zero in that division, and you know, is is a ten win team every year, but he he has just hasn't really done what we expect. I'm not sure if he's just adjusting to the game still. I don't. Yeah, I think he he was um, telling me the other day that he's having trouble adjusting. Uh, the passing game, he's not comfortable with yet this year. But no, I mean, like people were saying, speculating before the year that Mudlow is just going to absolutely dominate that division every single year, and it'll just be a battle for we, second we place and other guys. 
Yeah, and yeah. I, I know, and a lot of people in chat were saying that too. And wow, I mean, I think it's good for the other guys in that division to give them a chance to have the division title, but it's a yeah. disappointing, just definitely disappointing for Motherload. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I think it, it's also a credit to like you know other guys in that division beating each other up. I mean, you know, not 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 taking that you know to their head and stepping up and at least beating their own you know their own guys within their division is at least it's something you know, but. Yeah, I felt like Motherload was definitely destined to take a big leap this year, and unfortunately, it just hasn't really manifested yet. So, who knows? It's still early season two. We probably got a few more seasons at least. <laughs> um, so we'll see if he can turn it around like like the rest of them. All right, number twenty-two, another one of those AFC South boys. It is Seacop and the Indianapolis Colts. Similar situation. With this one, I don't think I wouldn't say he was primed the same way that Motherload was, but he definitely had some really solid performances last Madden that made me think that he could, you know, take a big a big step and at least start competing for playoffs more uh, consistently. Um, hasn't happened just yet, obviously, and within that division, it's another one of those head scratchers because you know you feel like he should be able to get pretty good, you know, three or four wins at least. I'm not sure what his division record was necessarily, but um, the AFC is tough, and yeah, it's just just going to be it's going to be hard to keep up if you're if you can't not only can't win your division games, but you're going to have to beat you know some some guys that are probably better than you too. So I feel like his run game is is where he's his strength is, and I'm, I think he needs to lean on that and develop that a little bit more. Probably probably needs to build a better team. Mm-hmm. What do you think? No, I mean, I've been, I don't really know what to think of him. Like, I'm still trying to see more from him because I feel like he's been pretty mediocre and just, like, nothing really stands out good or bad. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't have much there. I got to see more from him. Yeah, there's a lot of guys in that middle of the pack that, you know, they underperform a lot. And, again, underperforming in this league is – so it's so interesting because we do have such a deep competitive league that these guys would be like top tier dogs in a lot of other leagues. It's it's ridiculous. So, I mean, pretty sure Irish made the Super Bowl in in Hard Knocks or or one of the one of the sure, and Irish and Sean Harper both made the playoffs in Hard Knocks. Yeah, which, and or he made the, he he made the yeah the the championship too, right? I think he played him in the championship. The AFC championship, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it just just goes to show that even if you're in the bottom part of this league, you're still a pretty damn good player to be in this league in general. Um, all right, number 21, the San Francisco 49ers. And Shane here at number 21, kind of same boat. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, I would say probably around a third or half of these, like 12 guys now, are... Uh, significantly lower than I would have expected, you know, going into this Madden, which which probably means that, you know, going up the list, there sh- should be a, a few handful of people that are doing a little bit better. But yeah, Shane's one of them that, again, it's it's just consistency. And uh, I mean, you feel like he has a lot of pretty good weapons, especially having arguably the best wide receiver keeper in the history of any game I've ever seen. And he really just hasn't done a lot. And he hasn't really done a lot with him specifically, with Chavez. A lot of disappointments in the NFC West, 
and then uh, Beast Mode, who's had the issues with Madden, too. Uh, it's been a very weak division, and the division that we thought would have been pretty competitive. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't understand what's going on in San Francisco. Like, on paper, it should be a really good team. But uh, something just isn't clicking over there for Phil, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just one of those where it's kind of just like head-scratcher, you know. I feel like maybe it's just going to take some time to build the team and, and get some players that he likes playing with and can really start clicking on that because, you know, he's he's a big offensive guy. So um, once he starts getting that rolling and shapens up the defense a little more, I feel like he can start making some turns because it's really not going to take much to win that NFC West, at least not yet. I mean, at this point, you just got to be mediocre to win a NFC West, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, obviously you got to see what Beast Mode can do and Madden right. actually works for him. But I don't like, if Beast Mode plays like average, like he did last year when he did play, although obviously he couldn't get in a rhythm. Uh, I don't know. That division might be rough going forward. And, like, I thought Snorts had a good chance of maybe competing this year. But the last couple of games, it's uh, kind of not shown up. So. Yeah, it, it does say something that all all four of them are in the bottom half of this, these rankings. So let's go ahead and jump to number 19, the Seattle Seahawks and Beast Mode. Again, obviously, a lot of the, the EA issues that we've seen are tainting this ranking. So he might be higher we don't know for sure obviously because he had get to play those games but you know the games he has played obviously they had you know it wasn't all of them he played some uh so there were chances there but yeah we just haven't seen enough i feel like to really say for sure if he's you know bottom tier or not bottom tier but bottom half right now i feel like he's probably more middle of the pack for sure but yeah i just we haven't seen enough and it's unfortunate, man. That really sucks. Cause yeah, that would be. He, he's, if, he's, you know, he's a good dude, and yeah, if, if anybody got it. in a situation, it'd be very frustrating. I know I'd be pissed. Uh, but I also think he was also a beneficiary of having a really good defense, like on paper last year, like superstars and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey. So maybe the team lifted him him up a little bit more than user skill. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he could definitely prove me wrong this year after a full year. Yeah, I think that's going to be the key to to him being successful is just maintaining a really strong defense and then just just having a an offense that doesn't really turn it over and and just you know obviously he's going to have to score points that that was a big issue last year it's just not being able to score points so if he can if he can get something going offensively consistently but that's the hard part right now is just not even being able to play the game consistently so you can't even really you know get a rhythm going and feel like you're even you know when you're playing every you know once a week or something so it sucks but you know like we said it's not going to take a whole lot to win that division so as long as he can string together some wins if he actually does get to you know play more games consistently i think he's got a good shot at that all right number 18 it's the detroit line 20 you skipped 20 oh did i yeah that's right wow good call well this is a horrible ranking number 20 (laughs) dallas cowboys america's team Big Dick Vic. Not so another, big. Another underperformer. Started off very solid. Uh, I think, you know, over 500 early in um, last season one, but kind of putter, puttered out and not a great start to season two so far. Yeah, one win against Tandy, and that's it. And uh, I feel like the common theme, I feel like there's like 20 bad defenses in the league, 
because it feels like everybody's ranked 25th you know, on daily leagues and stuff. But again, a victim of bad defense. So it seems like defense might be the name of the game in Madden 21 so far. Yeah, I feel that is the case. Honestly, when it first started, I was thinking like, oh, it doesn't seem that that difficult to play defense. And the more and more I play, it seems more and more challenging. Um, as evidenced by this season and a lot of other people can, can definitely say the same thing. Yeah. Offense is, is king and a lot of people can play offense, but playing good defense is, is especially when you're talking about the elite guys, they play elite defense and it's just, it's hard to beat them when they can actually do that. So, all right, well, we already skipped or we already, we skipped 20. Sorry, Vic, but we got back to you. Um, Number 19, we already got to the Seahawks. Number 18, the Detroit Lions. And that is Dogfather. Dogfather, bring up the bottom of the NFC North. Um, what do you think? Uh, I mean, he's he played pretty pretty well. I was uh, He did pretty good last year. I think uh, he could have made the playoffs. He was like 8-8, eight and eight, I think, or 9-7, and seven, something like that. He was like a game or two outside. Uh you know, he really figured something out with Derrick Henry uh, over there, running for a lot of yards. Um, this year, not so much. Uh, he's got a good running game, but his, his defense hasn't been able to figure it out again. Although it's not terrible statistically, but he's let up a lot of points. 41 against the 49ers and 49, or he let up 21. Um, so not terrible, but I'm not... Too impressed with him, but I'm also uh, not. I don't know. He's like middle. I think he's a perfect ranking, honestly, uh, where you have him. Yeah, Derek Henry is a beast, and he's so good with him. And um, that's a, a, such a tough division because you know you have two of the top dogs in the NFC, um, Mickey and Weasel, and then you know Zach and Packers is also really good. So I mean, all, and but he's done well in that division. Uh, but that's going to be a struggle just because they all just beat each other up so much. And, you know, having to play four to six games against people that might be better than you or at least on your level is is really, really pretty tough uh, to to get a lot of string together, a lot of wins. So I think he'll fight for a wild card most most seasons and hopefully this season as well. So, um, but yeah, his run game is definitely where it's at. Number 17, the Tennessee Titans. And Sean Harper, last year's AFC South champion, the one of the biggest surprises of, of season one. And I think, yeah, middle of the pack is pretty good. I think just because that division, like we said, is it's a little weaker than most. Um, you know, being the, being at the top doesn't necessarily put you, you know, in the top twelve, if you will. You know, the playoff or top fourteen, I guess, where the playoff teams would be. But you know, I, I still expect him to to make the playoffs and probably win that division again this year. Yeah, I, th- I think right now he's the favorite at 3-1. Uh, just not that the ranking fits him pretty well. well. Just, you know, I want to see some big upsets from him before we move him up. Yeah, yeah. It, it can't just be only beating up his guys. He's got to definitely, you know, make, make a statement somewhere else. Number 16, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, boy. This one, I think, is a little bit of a shocker. Again, one of those where if you told me where he was ranked before, I probably would have, you know, been a little little surprised. But um, de- definitely underperforming compared to what he did last Madden. Um, 
I'm not really sure what it is necessarily. I think you have more of a an idea, or uh, you, you you've heard some thoughts about it, but he's he's just not playing that well overall. I mean, is that just the the gist of it? I think. Well, you can argue that this is the biggest surprise of Madden 21. Is like Dove is it could be like like he could be a top five player, you know, in the league. Like I feel mm-hmm. like last year we had him up ranked pretty high when we did rankings for Madden twenty. Um obviously he had Eric Cruz last year and that good running back he had. Uh this year I don't know if it's like a personnel thing, if it's a gameplay thing. I mean he did good against me last year, last season. Uh but it's just like he's playing these, you know, not so great teams very tight and he's not blowing them out like you'd expect him to. Um, he's losing some suspect games. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I think we just got to watch more. But he doesn't have an easy schedule going forward either. Uh, and obviously he's in a tough division with BLD at the top there. Ricky Bobby not bad himself. Uh, but no, very. I think you can argue this is one of the biggest disappointments of Madden 21 so far, uh, and maybe the biggest surprise. But I think it's yeah. accurate ranking. Yeah, without a doubt, I do feel that. It's a good ranking, and and he definitely has a lot to prove. He you know he can't just rest on, you know his, you know his past success at this point. He's basically got to turn it around and you know show why he's, why why he should be as good as he is. But so far he hasn't been. All right, top fifteen. Here we go. Top half. Um, number fifteen, the Washington Football Team, soon to be, whatever, who they're moving to you know some different city apparently um yeah that'll be interesting uh han like we talked i'm not sure this ranking is necessarily it's kind of high now i mean 0-4 this year i don't know if it's this is mostly based on uh last season just you know how he was able to dive right into the playoffs and then ultimately not really do much so you know maybe he's a little higher than he should be but uh yeah it's another mystery to me uh, I think we we talked about Han and got him out before. Yeah. Uh, like you said, you know, now uh, I think it's still a little bit too early for these hot takes as far as, like, basing off the season. You know, four games is not a great sample size. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think 15 is okay, considering what he did last year and where he's at now. But, you know, if he keeps losing this year, then expect him to drop. Yeah, agreed. All right, number 14 it is the Cleveland Browns, your boy. Um don't really have a lot to say about me. I mean, probably too high right now, just but I do feel like it's a pretty good, decent ranking just as far as overall skill and power rankings. But, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely have a lot of room to prove myself, uh, you know, losing a playoff game. I did make the playoffs. I was, you know, happy about that, but I'm not going to go too far into it with me because who cares? Number 13, the Green Bay Packers, Zach in that NFC North, um, I can say that, you know, he just beat me, so that's why he's ahead of me in this ranking. Um, but I honestly do think he is, right now, he's a better player than I am. Uh, played pretty solid season last year. Unfortunately, I think he missed out on the playoffs um, just barely, but I believe he was either 9-7 or 10-6 last season, so pretty solid, especially in tough NFC and the tough NFC North. I think he was the one that went 0-6, uh, against the NFC North, or maybe own one and five, um, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he—that's he, the one thing he's got to, you know, he's got to bring it 
you know, to those guys. He's got to at least said than done win one or two. I know that's it is much much harder. Yeah, to 0 do 6 last year in the division. Um, seeing if he had any division games yet this year, and he is 0 1 to start this year in the division. So 0 7 in the division so far. Yeah, this matter. And that's that means what? What? What's his record this year? Uh, he is three and two. Okay, so three and one, and then what? What did he finish last year? Last 10 year, six? nine and seven. Nine seven. So, <laughs> so he's twelve loss. and two. <laughs> he's twelve and two against everyone else, and he's zero and zero and seven. How 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 wild is that? So I mean, yeah, if, I don't know if it's you know they just have his number, but that's gonna be the key for him. I mean, I hate to say it, but you go and six again. You, probably not making playoffs again especially if you start having you know tougher divisions that you're playing so i feel like yeah he's he's got a lot of a lot of ground to make up in that division for sure but right now 13 not a bad place to be number 12 we got kansas city chiefs and that's monkey pretty pretty good spot for monk uh that afc west is solid he's Started to play pretty well, actually. I feel like he's made a lot of solid wins. Um, last season, definitely had some uncharacteristic losses, but he actually still played, held his own pretty well. And overall, I mean, I think he's just consistently in that, like, 10 to 14 range pretty much all the time. No, it's like where he belongs. Uh, he's done pretty good this year so far. He probably should have beat me, honestly. Um we got three, four, and one teams at the top of the AFC West. So it should be interesting to see if we get three playoff teams in there this year. Uh, but, you know, I've been pretty impressed with Monkey this year. He kind of has it figured out. He's got his keeper Forbes at quarterback. Uh, yeah. Tyreek Hill is tough to defend. Uh, but, no, Monkey's definitely got to figure it out. His offense is top of the league. Defense, you know, middle of the pack. But, no. That's all it takes, honestly. There for Monkey. Yeah, if you can keep your defense middle of the pack and then be a, a high-powered offense, you're going to – have a lot of success in this league. All right, number number eleven, we got the L.A. Chargers, and that's your other boy, Chowder. Uh, we don't have to go too far into this one, but what do you think about yourself at number eleven? Uh, I think that if I didn't just lose to Irish, I would argue for a little bit higher of a ranking, but that loss, you know, put me back in my place where I belong. Eleventh is perfectly fine by me. Uh, I'm just trying to make the playoffs this year. That's all. Yeah, rough start last year. I feel like you're starting to come into your your, your team a little more with Lamar and um, definitely playing better this season. So trending upward for sure. I, I could see you easily being in the top 10 by the end of the season if we do another ranking. And here we go, top 10. Number 10, the New England Patriots. And it's Roach and the Patriots. And this one, these next like three, I would say, are pretty arguable. Um, could probably put him in any order. But Roach made the playoffs season one. Did pretty well. I mean, he won the division. Um, very strong performance in the season. Uh, as far as the playoffs itself go, not, you know, not ideal. Didn't really make a deep playoff run. And then, of course, losing to Tendi this year was pretty much as low as it gets. <laughs> so it's basically... You might as well just be, you know, in the in the twenties. Uh, but he is, I'm gonna say, you know, ten's a good spot for him. I, but uh, yeah, that's when he's when he's on. I say he could probably be nine, maybe eight. Is you know, any like I said, the next three guys 
you could probably argue any any of them in these three positions. Yeah, they are very similar. Uh, but I don't know. I think Roach is like I I'm starting to get to the point where it's like Roach is kind of overrated. I don't know. I gotta see more. But, but he like, keeps. I mean, at least last year we kept saying that, and he kept winning. Like, uh, right? You know, we, we had him. I think they were all seven and three, and we were you know talking how, you know, we think Tillman and Chiz are you know still the better guys, and he ended up winning that division. Going, I think, winning the last six. He went like thirteen and three. So he got the number two seed last year. I mean, something to be said about that, at least. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he does this year. You know, one year could be a fluke. But yeah, yeah. Losing attendee does not give me a lot of confidence in you. Yeah, uh, I would say the same about it. All right, number nine, the other AFC East guy that we have in there, well, one of them, is Chiz and the Bills. Similar, similar thing last year. He, he struggled a little bit down the line. Um, since that, you know, they were all tied around that seven and three. Um, he ended up making one of the wild card spots, but he, I feel like he did better in the playoffs. Um, and you know, both of them have kind of been back and forth. So I, I, it's really tough to tell between them. I feel like it's just going to take more time. And I feel like Chiz has maybe some better wins and not as many bad losses. I don't know. What do you think? He's at one and three this year and he's had a tough schedule. Uh, again, common theme. His one win versus C Cop. His three losses versus BLD, me, and Tillman. Tillman was a force loss, though. Uh, <clears throat> so you know he had a bye and plays Tillman again next week. So he's, can, he can he start with that game. <clears throat> but no, I mean I think you can argue that's a little bit too high for Chiz at nine. But we know how much talent he has. Last year he did good. Uh, one and three is tough to claw your way back up into a playoff spot. But I wouldn't be surprised if Chiz does so. Yeah, especially in that division, but it's definitely, like you said, it's going to start next week against Tillman again. That's going to be a huge, huge game for the, the, the future of, of this season. Number eight, the New York football giants, and it's Kunk, and the NFC East. Right now, still the top dog in the NFC East, but like you said, maybe, you know, maybe there's change in guard. Who knows? Maybe Irish pulls some magic out of his hat and upsets Kunk maybe once or even twice and takes that top spot. But right now, Kunk's the top. Um, last year, we talked about him a good amount. He was pretty solid, and, I mean, I think we both agreed he was a lot better than we expected. And I feel like this year, he's still on pace to, to, to win that division and, and arguably, you know, have a strong showing in the playoffs. It's really just going to depend if he can compete with the top-tier guys. Yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. I don't have much to add there. Okay. Number seven, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Mitchell, Ricky Bobby, the Jonathan Taylors. Um, Mitch, honestly, when he's on, he could be higher. That This is, you know, it's high praise. Seven is a really good spot. I think it's where he deserves to be, but when when he plays... At his best, he's a top five player in this league. And he's got some really strong wins. And his resume is honestly better than probably anyone below him, like on this this rankings. So, I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, he's just got to play consistently all year at that elite level. I know him, him and BLD are going to, you know, battle it out. I know he's already lost pretty pretty badly to him this year. So we'll see if he can get him back. 
Um, but that that division, the winner is going to have a pretty strong, you know, bragging rights, I guess. Um, the the real key thing, though, is, is it, can he do it in the playoffs? That's really just the big the question. And, you know, so far we haven't seen – he hasn't been able to. lost to Kunk last year, right? Uh, so, I don't, I don't know. It's tough, obviously, being in BLD's division, but he's he, – he's, you know, we know he has enough talent to compete in that division, especially with Doe, you know, being lackluster. But he's off a two and three start. He has the rookie quarterback starting. Uh, so it might be a little bit of a struggle for Ricky Bobby this year. But no, I think that's a deserved ranking right now. But honestly, I feel like it's more likely to go down than up. Uh, I don't know. I just I feel like he hasn't been getting better over the course of this Madden so far. But yeah, the only thing I could fun. see bringing him down is his his eagerness to trade, his eagerness <laughs> to change his team so often. That's the only thing. He's got the Danny syndrome. That's 100% Danny syndrome right there. And I'm coining that because he is obsessed with just always changing his team. And that's the only thing that is, in my opinion, could bring him down. So we'll see. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Maybe, you know, he runs his team how he wants. Maybe it propels him forward. I know it's it's just a fun league, and I, he, he definitely has a lot of fun. Um, all right, let's jump to number six. The, the, these next six, obviously, are going to be, you know, elite people. And there's definitely going to be some arguing here for, for where these guys fall. But this one may be a little bit of a surprise. Uh, the Miami Dolphins at number six, Tillman. We talked a lot about him last, last season. Um, I, think, I think it's a good spot overall so far. He hasn't really shown this year that he's that GOAT status, would you say? Yeah, I, I think we could easily go this whole man cycle without seeing Tillman in the Super Bowl. Like It's a tough AFC he hasn't really shown me anything against good talent. He beat Ricky Bobby week two this year. Beat Roach, like you know, like I'm not like I'm sure he'll win the division multiple times, and like I don't think anybody in the division necessarily better than him, but I don't see him getting over some of the good playoff teams like with what he's got in Miami. I, I don't know if it's just Madden. I don't know if his personnel. I know he's four and zero right now, and you know he very well can go. I don't know, fourteen and two, whatever. But I don't know. Like Sarv is obviously an elite talent, and Danny. I I don't know. Like I'm just not. I'm not seeing it this year with Tillman. Like I don't see that goat status. Yeah, I would. I, I'm in the same boat. But I this is this this is exactly the trap we always fall into. <laughs> <laughs> you know that it's always the trap. He's the silent assassin. He's you know lurking in the shadows, and he's just gonna sneak up and take. Just take it, and I would not be surprised at all if he ends up, you know, winning a couple Super Bowls, you know, maybe even this season. I mean, he 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 he's an adapter, you know. He'll learn the game, and he knows what to do to make himself good. So I, I have all the confidence that he's going to continue to have great success. But like you said, yeah, I just haven't seen that side yet. All right, top five. The Chicago Bears, Weasel. This one, the the biggest factor and is going to be that playoff loss. I mean, blowing a lead, one and done. It's just, you know, fifteen and one. 
great great regular season player, but he just doesn't get it done when it counts. And I'm I have no no room to talk. I've never even been there in that situation really. But I mean, for as much talk as he talks, you know, you gotta back it up. Uh yeah, exactly. And that loss will go down in history against Mickey last year. Uh, and you know, you just know, I just, you know, you just feel that we don't make you on a collision course to meet again in the playoffs somehow this year. Um, and boy, that's going to be a highly anticipated game if that happens. And, you know, Weasel is definitely, uh, he has a chip on his shoulder now. He's definitely, obviously he's always looking for that elusive ring, but man, I, I don't know. Like obviously he's got the team to do it, but I think fifth is a perfect spot for him. Uh, you know, you could argue he's better than Mickey, but you know, the playoff win just solidifies that spot above Weasel. Yeah, the big thing is just can can he actually put together a playoff run and and, and really overcome BLD, which is just that's going to be the, the real trick if he wants to even sniff a Super Bowl, uh, which you know he's going to have to run through a gauntlet of of elite talent. All right, number four, it is. That Mickey, Minnesota Vikings with that win and getting to the NFC Championship. So two solid wins to get there. Unfortunately, couldn't overcome BLD in that in that game. But, you know, pretty solid showing. Um, I, like I said, I, I was, you know, on the Mickey train pretty early on. Actually, before this Madden even started, I said he was going to be, you know, an elite player up there. Um, and I've, I've been proven right so far, so I think it's gonna it's gonna continue. I think number four is a great spot for him. Agreed. All right, then number three. I don't think. I mean, these three, you know, again, pretty much the the elite level players, the top of the top, the cream of the crop. Number three is the Las Vegas Raiders, Danny. Unfortunately. You know, couldn't really do a whole lot in the playoffs. Um, lost in the second round, I believe, to, was it Tillman? But I know he beat me, so can't I don't have any room to stand, you know. He kind of whooped my butt in the playoffs, but kind of a, not a great season, you know, for a guy like Danny who expects to really compete for a Super Bowl every year. And I think three actually might be more based on his past than right now his present. Because like you said last episode and maybe episode before that, really hasn't you know been the elite player that we've known him to be. That, um, I feel like, I, I don't know what, I think obviously the rookie quarterback this year is part of the reason, although he's 4-1 and one with his one loss being to me somehow. Like, I can't tell if I have Danny's number or if he just, you know, he's so developing players when he plays me or something. I don't know. Because I beat him twice now, I think, the last three meetings. Um, so, no, but definitely, like, I, something's missing there. Uh, I'm, sure maybe, you know, I'm sure he thinks he's missing uh, rugs from Tendy, and I'm, I'm sure he'll keep trying for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like, something just isn't clicking there. Like he's definitely not good enough to beat Sorry at this point, so I don't. Know, I think this is definitely a fair rank. You know? Well, I feel like he went back to his old ways this Madden, which 
I'm surprised, you know, how, you know, young he's gone again. I know, I know that's never not the case, but, you know, right out of the bat and starting in the fantasy draft, like going tons of rookies and basically just, you know, playing for the future instead of, you know, win now mode, like some of the other guys. So, and, and but like, I will say this, Danny is one of the only guys that could win as much as he does with the roster he has. I'll say that because his roster, as far as talent, while they are being developed and he's good at developing players, they're not, you know, elite level talent yet. They're still young and developing. That's the whole point. It, it so to him, even get to the spots he does and win the games he does is pretty impressive. And then it gives him ex- his excuse for when he does lose. Be like, oh, my guys are just young. They're not good yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a perfect, perfect alibi, I guess. But yeah, it's not going to matter. You don't you don't get those rings. All right. Top two. Pretty obvious where we're going here, boys. Uh, number two is the New Orleans Saints, BLD. And number one is the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's our boy, Sarf. Uh, again, this one should be no surprise to top two easily. We've talked a good amount about them. Um, you know, Sarver got to win the Super Bowl. He deserves the number one spot, and he's 5-0 and this year. He's, he's you know, aside from one loss to Han, he hasn't lost yet. That's it. He's got one loss. So it, you and, can't really uh, beat that. <laughs> that banner is hanging in Washington for the rest of the men's cycle. Only lost. Only yeah. lost to Sarver. Imagine if he wins every Super Bowl 19 and 0 like for the rest of Armel. Yeah. <laughs> and if he loses and then and then he loses he loses uh-huh. to Han again next time. Yeah, every time he uh, four years <laughs> when he in three more years when he plays Han again. Oh my god, that would be amazing. That would be yeah. That would so, be classic. But I, I think that you know, it's you can't argue the top two here. You can't really I think we did a pretty solid job all the way down. Uh you know, uses uses some motivation, like we always say. If you're at the bottom, you know we'll, we'll give you your respect. And uh, if you want to get the number one, then you got to beat the best. So, absolutely, um, yeah. I mean, the rankings are the rankings. They're they're meaningless. They're just for fun. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel like we did a pretty solid job. You went pretty you know, long. Yeah, not, it might not have been the most exciting things. episode. Definitely was a little draggy at times. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed that and. Yeah, I mean, stick around. Um, believe, hopefully, we're gonna have. <laughs> we're still waiting to hear, but uh, I guess you'll find out after this if we have a a guest or not. If not, we'll see you next time. If so, stick around, listen to our guest interview with Sarf. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Powder. Total.